This edition of the In the Money podcast will focus on Churchill Downs and their late pick four on Saturday, November the 11th. Good afternoon or good day. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're going to jump in with the stakes race. Jim, it's the grade three River City, three and up on the turf at a mile and an eighth. And uh, I thought a really well-matched group. This was the race I went the deepest in when uh, we get to the pick four. Where did you land in the River City? Yeah, I wish I was smart enough not to go deep here, but I, I thought this race was, was extremely wide open. I wound up going with Rock Emperor for Chad Brown. Um, of course, has been off since uh, Rennert Woodbine in the Singspiel, but uh, prior to that had run in the Manhattan at Belmont and the Arlington Million at Colonial. Been competitive somewhat, but has not gotten back to uh, what he was in August of 22, when he, he won the Bowling Green at Saratoga and then came back in the Sword Dancer and, and finished ninth. But he's been consistent, really raced against top-notch company. Uh, been off since September. He runs well fresh. So Rock Emperor, for me, at you know, a price of four to one or so. Um, but there's a lot there's a lot of ways you can go in here. I thought the outside horse, Siege of Boston, one of the outside horses uh, for James Toner, looked interesting to me coming off that Kentucky Downs effort uh, behind smoking behind Saratoga Flash uh, probably got him primed for this race. He had, he had raced six times in a row without a break. He's been given off since, since September as well, and he can run well fresh. Um, I'm going to use a cellist for uh, Rusty Arnold coming off the Sycamore, second place uh, finish at Keeneland, has been really consistent this year with buyers mostly in the mid-90s and uh, has won two races at Churchill, two out of four there. Smoking Tea for Sugar McGahee, um, ran in the Million at Kentucky Downs, only got beat a half a length for all the money. Another horse coming out of that race, Stitch, just 15-1 to 1 here for Greg Foley. I don't think that price is going to stand up. This horse ran in the turf mile back at Keeneland, coming off of that really good effort in the Mint Million. Didn't run that badly. Got beat by up to the mark and Master of the Seas. And Master of the Seas just uh, won a Breeders' Cup race and up to the mark ran a good second. So those two horses are not in this race. And I think Greg Foley's got a big shot with Steve was stitched. And then the other horse was Grand Sonata for Todd Pletcher and Luis Saez uh, out of the uh, Belmont Aqueduct Turf Classic on October 7th. Didn't Probably didn't care for that yielding turf course on that day. But uh, going back in his... Um, history he's got enough and Louis Sai has taken them out it's a big deal for me so I'm yeah I'm going six deep in here my long shot price here is, is definitely stitched but I would box him with Rock Emperor inside the race I ended up taking one that uh, you didn't mention uh Dominican <laughs> really? Pioneer tells you kind of how wide open this is uh I like that last race at Kentucky Downs a lifetime best buyer of 98 and the fact that the horse has only started nine times and is age four makes me think that there's still some upside that could be left for this one. It's Wesley Ward. Horse ran well and has only started at Churchill with this jock, Corrales. And uh, the pedigree's there to really relish this longer distance. So I'm going to take a shot with Dominican Pioneer. I had Rock Emperor second. Red Run, I've got on my list. Uh, he's also entered in a race in New York on Saturday, so he might go there. Uh, cellist, uh, off the strong runner-up effort at Keeneland. Smoking Tea, who just missed in the... Uh, a graded stake down at Kentucky Downs. Siege of Boston I had on my list. So that's where I stopped. I could have gone deeper. Could have gone all with the budget. If Red Run does go end up going in New York, then uh, I would suggest adding Stitched in there and uh, 
on my ticket, but I'll leave him off for now to, to keep the uh, the number at six in this race and uh, make it a, a $72 pick four when we get to that point. Starts in the eighth race, the late pick four. Maiden two-year-old Phillies going a mile and a 16th. Didn't have a strong opinion here. Sestina Chapel's probably going to be the favorite, but she's on dirt for the first time at nine to five. So on a, on a short price, I'm going to try to beat her with Plumeria for Asmussen. Uh, wide trip last time at Keeneland. Betting that these going to be a little closer to the pace this time, or she will be than uh, she was last time, and might get first run on the favorite. Uh, she ran well on the uh, two previous turf efforts. Uh, I'm going to use Sestina Chapel, uh, save the mischief. I think we'll appreciate the uh, added distance here for the Wilkes Barn, and um, I thought she ran pretty well first time out. And uh, extremely gruntled, I'm going to use just as the other McPeak angle and. He puts B.J. Hernandez on that one, who's normally his go-to guy. So I'm going to use those four on the uh, late pick four with Plumeria on top. How'd you see race eight? Well, I'll trade you now. I've got a horse that you didn't mention on top. So uh, obviously the way we're starting off, it's going to be a wide-open sequence. I took She's a Rodeo Queen, 8-1 to one for Michael Tomlinson. And I just took her because she's shown extremely good gate speed. Uh, she's not like some of these other horses that are shifting over from turf to dirt. She's run three dirt races, including two uh, two-turn mile and sixteenths at Churchill and Keeneland. And at Churchill, her last race, her second to last race, was her best one in September when she held the lead right down to the end and, and faded and, and got beat by two lengths for all the money. Comes back at Keeneland, uh, did not get played in that race. She was stuck down on the rails. She rushed up to the lead. And then they didn't persevere with her. She got beat by 20 and a half, and that's going to help her price here. If you go back to that second race of her, of her career, if she was coming off that race, I think she'd be 4-1 to one in here, 5-1 to one at the most. But I think at 8-1, to one, morning line, uh, 35 buyer kind of slaps you in the face, but Michael Tomlinson's a very good trainer, and I think she's a rodeo queen, has a chance to pull the upset here. I put Sistina Chapel on the ticket. I don't like a horse coming from – turf to dirt for the first time, especially a two-year-old filly that they thought was bred to love the turf and couldn't get it done at Kentucky Downs at Ellis Park. Maybe they just need to get a race in her. I just don't think that she's a serious contender here unless she just is very versatile. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw her on the ticket. Don't love her at all. Plumeria, the other horse I use for Asmus, and uh, I could make a case for this horse coming off her first two races on the turf. And then she does have one dirt race under her belt at Keeneland where she was competitive up until the end. So I'm going to stick with just three in here. Uh, but she's a rodeo queen at 8-1. to one. Ninth race is an allowance optional claimer, three and up, mile and an eighth on the main track. Um, I ended up going too deep in here. Uh, but uh, let's see who you landed on first. I only had one deep in here. I'm going to single magic tap. I'm assuming that that's one of the horses you're going to use. If you don't, we're really on different wavelengths today. Uh, this horse comes out of Pennsylvania Derby, grade one. Uh, may not have liked the slop up there, but didn't run that, that badly. Lost to uh, Dreamlike, Il Moralico, and Saudi Crown. So got within six and three quarters thinks of a horse who went to the Breeders' Cup Classic. So uh, off that race and off the two races at Ellis and Saratoga, where he just was really cranked and won the race at Saratoga at a mile and eight, which is this distance. So he's one for three at the distance. He's got grade one experience, dropping back into allowance optional company. Uh, I really don't see anybody beating him here. Command performance for Joe Sharp had a 93 buyer last out, but has not raced against company. He started out in grade one company, 
uh, ran the Champagne uh, and the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, but hasn't come back to that form until that last race at Keeneland. Command performance would be my second choice in here. I don't like Creative Minister at all. I know he's one of your favorite horses. I like him to finish second or third. I don't like him to win. He just doesn't seem to be able to get that win. They can't find the right distance for him. They can't find the right spot for him. Uh, so I'm going to fade Creative Minister in here and go with Magic Tap. I ended up uh, taking Creative Minister on top. Uh, <laughs> I knew you would. Just He likes would. Churchill Downs, and uh, I like the, the fact that that was a really good effort off the layoff, followed by some sharp works. And I'm just trying to get a little better price than Magic Tap, so I'm going to use those two. Uh, but Magic Tap is is uh, certainly probably the most likely winner, especially you know just romped in his one start at Churchill. We've talked about race 10, the River City. The 11th is maiden two-year-old Phillies at a mile on the 16th again. And I took Enigmatic on top here for Brad Cox, horse that uh, has good speed, showed it in his one turf start, or her one turf start at Kentucky Downs, and she got the pedigree to handle the dirt just fine. So I think she'll be dangerous in here with that start under her belt. Loveland for Norm Cassie, another one with good speed, stretching out to two turns, but she has the pedigree to certainly relish it. And then I'm going to also use Murphy's Gift. It's Walsh and Gaffleone. Beat half the field in uh, her debut and has worked well also coming in. So one, two, three, right on the inside with the, all three in the last leg for me. How would you see race 11? Well, I used one and two. I used Loveland and Enigmatic uh, for the reasons that you that you listened, uh, that you listed. I think Enigmatic is probably better than you showed first time out. Uh, some horses don't like that Kentucky Downs horse. He went to the... Went to the lead and faded at the end, but uh, you know a mile race down there is a lot like a mile of sixteenth. I think he's going to be very, or she's going to be very good in here. Also went to the outside. I'm going six deep in here. I thought the outside horses, um, genetics, the nine, Carrera, the ten for Kenny McPeak, uh, class act for Todd Pletcher and Louis Saez, uh, did not get any play at all in the uh, debut, and that's amazing for. A Pletcher horse with Corrales. The Saez takes them out here at eight to one. So I got to use, got to use this filly who ran behind West Omaha in the, her maiden breaker or maiden race where West Omaha broke her maiden next time out. So I want to use those three. And I'm also going to throw in Happy Talk. I'm not normally not a Wayne Lucas fan, but I looked at this filly uh, ran at Keeneland on October 15th in a seven furlong start, uh, and she went off as the favorite which is very unusual for a Lucas horse to be that well bet first time out. She didn't run badly. She beat uh, seven horses, so she finished fifth. And, uh, you know, at that three-to-one shot, if she's going to get 12-to-1 here, possibly, I think she's got a shot. Cozy Rags was a really nice filly that day. We won uh, very impressively. And she's only five lengths behind, two lengths out of second. So I'm going to use happy talk in here at 12-to-1 as one of my price plays. So, time to structure these pick four tickets. I'll go first. I've got five, six, seven, ten in the first leg with seven, ten, with one, three, four, six, seven, eleven, with one, two, three, seventy-two dollars. How about you? Okay, I've got two, six, ten with seven, with one, four, six, eight, nine, eleven, with one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten, and that is a fifty-four dollar ticket. Interesting card on Saturday. Uh, I think it's uh, really uh, challenging and a couple of spots to, to maybe catch something and uh, get a decent price for this late pick four or pick five if you play that. So uh, best of luck wherever you're playing on Saturday. We'll be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.